your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And Colorado loses 3 to nothing to Vegas in the fourth game and splitting the series. And that's kind of not what you wanted to do. When it came to this four-game series against Vegas, you wanted to win it outright. Uh, I'm not saying you could go for a sweep, but you know, winning this thing three to one obviously would have got you tied with Vegas in terms of points. But in the end, Vegas pulls out a three-to-nothing win on an absolutely incredible performance by Mark Andre Flory. So we will discuss the game. We'll also get to our three stars of last week, not named Nathan, which we haven't been able to do thanks to the pause that the Avalanche had to take part in. And a very concerning stat that I kind of just glossed over, not, 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 not that I glossed over uh, in, in knowing about it, I just in my mind went back over the games that the Avalanche had played so far and I only found one instance of this which is a little bit concerning so we'll talk about all that stuff but first things first follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter LOPN underscore Avalanche on Instagram search for Lockdown Avalanche and send any questions comments concerns opinions to Lockdown Avalanche at gmail.com so like I said Marc-Andre Fleury just incredible and and the abs could not find a way to get anything past him not like they didn't try they had 30 let me bring it up 34 yeah 34 shots on goal a lot of them really good high percentage chances and just couldn't get anything by him and yeah when when you have a goalie that's doing that you're gonna hear a lot about him and and how it's how is he doing this you know he is just locked in all that stuff is true and flurry deserves all the credit in the world he's the number one star of the game but on the flip side if you have to look at this like the avalanche probably are and you have to say what did we do that we couldn't get goals in the net you can't look at it as mark andre flurry was incredible you have to look at it as like, why could we not get goals past him or, or pucks past him? And I'm sure the Avalanche are looking at, that, at looking at it like that because that's what good teams do. They don't say, well, you know, he got, he got it over on us. They should be saying we couldn't put the puck in the net. Regardless, they lose this one. Like I said, three to nothing. So they go to nine, five and one on the season. Golden Knights go up to 11, four and one. And the Avalanche, who should have had three days off, which is in this season a godsend, don't. They have one day off, and then they have one game, a makeup game against Minnesota. So they have that to look forward to. And then it is on to a back-to-back against Arizona. And a fun programming note, I will be having a crossover event 
with the host of Locked On Coyotes, Rob Liano, for two reasons. One, because yes, actually, yeah, two reasons. They're playing each other uh, on the weekend. So they're playing each other on February 27th, which just so happens to be my birthday and Rob's birthday. So on our birthdays, our two teams are playing each other on Saturday. So we're going to be doing a crossover event to talk about that. And it's the first time that they're playing each other. So should be fun. They should have played each other a week ago, but the pause prevented that. So look forward to that later this week. But for the most recent game, the one th- the one concerning thing which I looked at and just going over briefly over the Avalanche games and just going off of memory and I'm going to dive deeper into this and make sure I'm accurate with it. So this is just, you know, the game just ended. And uh, like I said, I just went over the Avs schedule, the few games that they've had so far this season. With the exception of one game, the one game they won against San Jose, 7-3. to three, You know, that, that, that game really was not in question. That was the only game so far that they have been down and have won. And they were down one to nothing in that game. So clearly it was not a game where they had to, you know, pull a goalie, score a late goal, come back. They've had those games where they have come back but have lost. They've either lost in overtime or they've come back to tie it and then lost, maybe gave up, gave up a goal in the third or whatever the case may be. But the Avalanche have not come back in, well, I guess put it this way. They haven't come back after the first period and you can go right to the third period you know whatever about the second period go right to the third period so the avalanche have not come back in a game in the third period to win so that is a little concerning because you want to see yeah you're down three to nothing in this game and flurry is playing fantastic you're a good team and do what you need to do and and they did i'm not trying to say that they didn't put in the effort the effort is absolutely there but they just couldn't get anything by him. So that's a little bit concerning to me that the Avalanche cannot pull off, come from behind games and when you're down and and win a contest. Now, on the flip side of that, they have not lost two games in a row all season. So that clearly is a positive. You are coming back the very next game and putting in a, a good effort and, and getting a W. So you haven't had a losing streak all season. That's a plus. All right. So, you know, and it is relatively, I mean, I don't want to say it's early in the season anymore. We're coming up to March and you only have March and April. So we're getting to more into the meat of the season. We're getting there and you want to see, cause you're going to be playing those games. You know, the avalanche in all likelihood should, should make the playoffs. Okay. Uh, so when you get into the playoffs, you don't want a team that can't come from behind and be down a couple goals and and win. The Avalanche can score. We know that they can score. But is there something going on where they panic? You know what I mean? Like, is, is do they just get off of their game when they get down? When they play with a lead, you know, that's maybe a little bit easier and you can kind of play your style. Do they get taken out of their style of game? I don't know. But whatever the case may be, the Avalanche 
do not have a victory like that to hang on their resume for this season. So a little bit concerning. So we will uh, look at that going forward. But again, haven't lost two in a row, and I will knock on wood so I don't jinx them as the game tomorrow now uh, will be against Minnesota. All right, so let's hear from one of our sponsors for today, and then we'll kind of get into this game a little bit more in terms of specific players and how they did. If anything needs to change, looking forward. All right, so rockauto.com. You know rockauto.com. It's the family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. All right. So this game specifically, I thought the Avalanche played a good game. They, they you know, had a, a fluke goal that Bowen Byram kicked into his own net. That stuff is going to happen from time to time, I think, because it was Byram who didn't t- play particularly well in the Lake Tahoe game. Uh, people might be on him a little bit for that, but just watch the replay. I mean, he, he's hockey stopping, and, and the guy, it just... I think it was Alex Tuck, uh, his second goal at that point. And it just bounced off his his skates. There's nothing you can do about that. So I thought Grubauer played well. Um, I thought most of the Avalanche players played well. I, I still think Connor Timmons is struggling a little bit. He played better. I thought Ryan Graves is continuing to play well. And I had said going into that pause, he could be one of those guys that really takes this pause and looks at his game and comes out of it playing a lot better. And he he is. He absolutely is. So he's playing much better. Makar is doing Makar things. Taves is doing Taves things. Gerard is playing for that. The defense, yeah, you know, they're they're right now the Avalanche have the, the number one defense in the league. And they gave up three goals today. Guess what? They're gonna give up three goals every once in a while. Do you want to make a habit out of it? No. So, uh, but sometimes it's good for those things to happen because now you can practice on things. Now you can work on things and you just don't assume that it's going to come to you and that the Avalanche are going to win three to one or three to two all the time. So sometimes you can take a silver lining and stuff like this. On the offensive end, it's so good to have Matt Calvert back. Uh, he, he is the muscle of this team. He, he really is. And when you don't have a guy like Zadorov on the back end, uh, it's got to be Calvert, and that's a scary thing, obviously, because of his history with concussions. You don't want to see him throwing down all the time, which uh, him and Reeves at the end had a fun exchange, which got them, there, I think there was like a minute and a half left when they were kind of acting up on the face off, in the face-off circle. So, uh, But it's good to have that back, because you don't have a lot of that up and down this team. You don't, so you need you need him for that. Uh, 
The other guy that I said, you know, who might use the pause to really look at what's going on was JT Comfer. And I I don't know. There's just something going on. I don't it's not that he's playing poorly. He's not making bad decisions on the ice. He's just not doing I mean what he had he didn't even have a shot on goal today. You know, and Tyson Jost is struggling to score too, but Jost is still playing. I mean, he's still getting a couple shots on goal. Uh, I, I'm still happy with how Tyson Jost is playing. It's not translating into goals, but the same can be said for Bowen Byram. You know, and, and Byram, I don't know what. I felt like he played, obviously, he played better t- last night than he did in the Tahoe game, and he mixed it up a little bit. Uh, wasn't happy about some hits that he was taking from Vegas and wasn't just sitting back and wasn't just saying like, well, I'm the 19 year old. I have to earn my keep. He was throwing it back at him and Vegas had really no reason to be upset with him. I think it was Marcia. So I could be wrong. And, and someone lost an edge and kind of slid into the boards right where Byram was. And it, I mean, the game is so fast. Maybe they thought that Byram took him out, but he didn't. And Vegas didn't let it die, and they gave him some cheap shots. And he didn't just sit around. He went right after Petrangelo, who wasn't the one who gave him a cheap shot, but he went after him because he was right next to him. You like that. You like seeing that in a 19-year-old. So, um, yeah, Nathan McKinnon, I thought, played fantastic, which you expect. Uh, I mean, I can't really go up and down the line and see anybody that played awful uh you want to see more out of some guys like Comfer, like donskoy you want to see more out of them and timmons um but you but i don't think they played a a a terrible game where you're like oh should they not play next game no i think you got a lot of shots on goal you didn't draw a lot of penalties you only got one power play which you didn't score on again so that continues to be a problem uh, but yeah, I mean, it got to a point where you were like, it's going to be tough to score, but you don't just give up. And the Avalanche didn't. They didn't. They they kept the pressure on and tried their best and tried to do whatever they could to get something past Flurry, and it it just wasn't wasn't happening tonight or last night. And you know, as well as the Avalanche had played in the first three games, even though they lost the first one, as well as they played, you don't expect a team like Vegas to just say like, well, you know, they outplayed us for three games. We're lucky to get a one to nothing win. Uh, So I guess, you know, let's just go out and give it the old college try for game number four. No, Vegas is, is going to be in this division fight for the duration of it. And they are picked by, you know, some people have picked Vegas to win this. Some people have picked St. Louis to win this. And some people have picked Colorado. And just because Colorado outplayed them for three games and like I said they were lucky enough to get one win Vegas is a good team they are not going to roll over and just go out on the ice and put in some sort of effort and hope just to get off the ice plus with Gabe Landeskog saying didn't seem like they wanted to show up tonight I'm sure that was bulletin board material for them so you had to expect that they were going to come out and put up their best effort for many, many reasons. And they did. And they won. So, 
this is going to be the season. I mean, did you really expect that the Avalanche were going to win every single game against Vegas? You would hope they go out and win every game. It's not feasible, but you know, you 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 want to see you can take that one to nothing win in game 1. You can take that. This one is a little bit difficult for me to take, not because of the score. Uh, it wasn't a 3 to nothing game in my opinion. Like that that second goal that went off Byram Skate Fine. If you want to say it was a, a, a more like a two to nothing game, fine. With the final score, that's gonna, you know, be etched in the books as three to nothing. Whatever. My issue is not being able to figure out a way when you have an offensive team like you do uh, to figure out a way to get something past him. He made some great saves that you're ju- you just look up to this guy and be like, how did he do that? Uh, but there were some other moments that they have like even the cadre one and and that that's the goal or that's a save that you're going to be seeing on you know nhl tonight he kind of did like the rolling save and cadre should have got a little bit higher he kind of threw it right into his midsection so it's stuff like that that you know and again it's things are happening so fast you just want to get it on net and Kadri had a look a really good look and Flurry made a good save. So what are you going to do? You're going to have you're going to have losses like this. And uh, they're going to be against good teams sometimes. And like I said earlier, the Avalanche don't really have those in, enforcer guys outside of Matt Calvert and I think a team like Vegas and even St. Louis, and maybe, you know, every team will start taking notice of that and maybe start throwing in some cheap, cheap shots. Not that the Avalanche are going to back down. They're not that type of team. They'll, they'll still mix it up. Uh, but that that uh, Carrier hit on Landeskog in Tahoe, why was he playing last night? And he did another idiotic move at the very end of the game, kind of like, you know, the, the puck was rolling into Colorado's defensive zone as the clock was rolling down with three seconds left, and he kind of shot a shot at, at Grubauer, who didn't like it too much and took exception to that. So he shouldn't even have been in that game, in my opinion. Um, still a, a dirty hit on Landeskog. But whatever. He's in the game. He's an opponent. You got to do what you got to do. All right, so we move on from from that game, and that's what the Avalanche have to do. You have to move on. It, it didn't go the way you wanted it to go. Of course, with any game, you can take some positives out of it, and I think the positives you take out of it are the, the chances that you had. You had really good looks. You had really good chances, and you got to give the credit to Flurry. And I think a game like this only makes you put in more of an effort going forward which is a scary thing for opponents. So, all right, we are going to hear from one on, another one of our sponsors and then get into our three stars of last week, not named Nathan. And before I get to bet online, obviously you want to tell you about locked on bets and locked on bets is our betting podcast. Uh, you know, and 2020 is, is mercifully over. So it is time for a brand new start. Even though we're in February, the year is still young. So if you decided to take up betting this year and you want to 
be as, as successful as possible, listen to the Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, NBA, NHL, and they do locks of the day, uh, tier one, tier two, tier three locks of the day. You can subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get your podcast. Listen to it. It's very informative and a very well-produced show. Then head over to betonline.ag and sign up for your free account. So go to BetOnline. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet in all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and our NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time and prop bets on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head over to the website, sign up for your free account today, and with your first deposit, you will get a 50% welcome bonus when you put in the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so haven't been able to do a three stars of last week not named Nathan. So here's our first one in a little while. And if you aren't familiar with this, the three stars that I pick are not necessarily based on statistics. As you will see in this week's rendition. And I kind of just like to sometimes give it to guys that don't typically get on like the three star lists or guys who are just putting in maximum effort and that's kind of the road I went down for at least two of the three for this week. So for the third star, I gave it to Matt Calvert. Even though he only came back technically last week's game for, for one game on Saturday, which was the Lake, Lake Tahoe game. Gave it to him because he just changes the dynamic of this team when he's on the ice. Like I said earlier, he gives them that almost enforcer-like mentality uh, he is afraid of no man. He's standing up to Ryan Reeves at the end of the game last night against Vegas. Uh, and and he, he fully expects if he were to throw down with him that he would win. That's his mentality. So I just love that he is finally back. I'm glad he's healthy, especially when his injuries revolve around concussions. And you just love when he's in the lineup. And that's why they call him Matty Hustle for a reason, because that's infectious. So uh, he gets the third star and kind of still going off of that mentality for the second star would be Ryan Graves. And his game in Tahoe was his best game of the year. And even for most of this four game series, and I'm, I'm not including yesterday's because that's, you know, a different week, but in totality that a uh, whole series against Vegas, he's played great. And that's the first games back after the pause. Uh, and the Tahoe game, if you go back and watch that game, he he looked so good in that game and culminating in with that five-on-three penalty kill where he his positioning was spot on. So uh, it, I, I'm, I'm glad Ryan Graves has kind of really – broken out of this shell that he's started the whole season on uh, because if you can get him back to what he was like last year 
the defense has been fine as it is. Uh, it just shores up that entire defensive unit from top to bottom. So uh, Ryan Graves is the number two star. And then number one, I do have to go on performance, and that continues to be Philip Grubauer. He, he's been exactly what this team needed in goal, and this has been, he's been exactly what Joe Sackick thought he could be if he stayed healthy. So far, he has done that. And he's at the top of the goalie standings in almost every category. And I know, you know, we're, we're still relatively early in the season, but uh, when people are talking about you, you probably had possibly two Vesna candidates going at it last night with Flurry and Grubauer, possibly. Uh, who knows? Because the season, still a lot of games to go, and a lot of weight is going to be on his shoulders because of Fransos being out. We did get word that, uh, at least, well, some sort of word that, Coach Benner does not think Grubauer, or excuse me, Franzos and Eric Johnson are going to be back anytime soon. And we've been saying that about Franzos for a while. So a lot of these games are going to come down on Grubauer's shoulders. He's been up to the task, and he's been spectacular. And last week was no different. So those are my three, with number three being Calvert returning, number two being Graves on his really improved play since the Avalanche have come back, and Grubauer, who just continues to be awesome. Let me know what yours are, lockedonavalanche at gmail.com, or I will post these on Twitter and Instagram, and you can comment with yours if you agree or disagree. So that will be it for today. Tomorrow we'll hear any comments from Jared Bednar and what his thoughts were for the game last night against Vegas and any other news that might be coming out. So, but we have a relatively healthy team right now, so that's what you want always. And hopefully we don't hear that I word for a very long time. All right, that's going to be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in today and each and every day. We'll see you guys tomorrow, and here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go! Go, Abs, go!